It is October 27th, 2023. Wow. Only like nine weeks left in the year. Where does the time go when it's not around here? This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast Smackdown Edition tonight. Talking about the go-home show to the go-home show for Crown Jewel. They're taping the go-home show right now as we speak. Next week is pre-taped. And tonight, Smackdown was on FS1, which means lowest rating of the year, question mark? It's possible, which is a shame because Cedric Alexander and Dragon Lee put on a banger, a takeover quality match tonight. It was so much fun to watch. And uh, we're going to dive in it. I'm uh, Glenn, here with Issa, here with Flobo. Hey! All of us together. Good to see you both. It's been a while since the three of us all at once. Oh, yeah. You let me drive the show last week. What were you thinking, Russell? Damn. Damn. Uh, I'm still riding high off Halloween Havoc on NXT on Tuesday. Oh, Halloween. so good. Yeah. Such a fun show. Such a good show. Uh, but before we dive into things, I think we got some news tonight. That we do. Am I doing it? Let's do it. Yeah, uh, go for it. Man, the top story for me this week is the fact that we have one of the quote-unquote big four. This is reported by Wrestling Inc., you know, Survivor Series. My least favorite pay-per-view of the year, but one with legacy. And as, as of right now, Brock Lesnar, Mr. SummerSlam, and Roman Reigns have not been scheduled to have a match there. Now, can you really call Survivor Series a big four if two of the biggest stars in your roster is not going to be booked in the show? It hasn't been a big four in years. That part. It's the <laughs> truth. Like, look at Money in the Bank has been booked in a stadium for the last three years. Um, Survivor Series hasn't. It's been booked in a regular arena. There's no, there's no junket. There's no nothing. It's just... PLE. It's not a big four. The new big four is money in the bank with the other three that we already know. I mean, I thought we were all on the agreement that this was the new big four. Yeah. I'm amazed. I really have been saying for months, Judgment Day versus Bloodline is where the money is, given how dominant both factions are, how much, how popular they are in WWE. It, I think we're going to get a very weak Survivor Series War Games match. If this is just Judgment Day against, oh, you know, a thrown together team. But, but riddle me this, Derek Glenn. Yeah. If, if this is the case, right? Because we'd have to have these big pay per views all stretched out the year because of the, the Perth and Berlin and all that stuff. Does that mean Crown Jewel is our new four? Do we put no. that in, in the, we have to at this point because nothing going on at the end of the year. There's no December pay per view as it is right now. Yeah. Could be Crown Jewel. Riyadh season. I mean, what are the ratings? I mean, do they care about the ratings on Crown Jewel? They like that's like the least. No, but I think they tell the Saudi government that they're going to give them a WrestleMania equivalent show, and so you get Ooh. these these dream matches. You know what I mean? So, Fobo, here's my conspiracy theory: they make uh -oh. Survivor Series worse, <laughs> and they tell us no Roman, no Brock. So then go to the KSA and be like, "You see, you're you're the big four, Crown Jewel." And then once they get home, once once they're allowed to leave the airspace and get on the plane and come back home, then they're like, "Yo, Roman Brock, what do we got to do to make this happen?" Wow, that you is know? a conspiracy theory. Yeah, because <laughs> it's posturing. Yeah. I remember when it was reported that Roman was not coming back until next year, and then he's shown up like five times after that was said. Just throwing that out there in case you still trusted their sheets. You can't believe anything. You know, this year I think uh, uh, the Puerto Rico show was uh, in the top four of this year. Of Which is funny because on, pa on, on paper it was like, oh, it's backlash. Okay. But literally it was the biggest show I've seen. It was in amazing. Months. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Elijah got you on the track, man. Come on. It was good. Yeah. But look, I think money in my in my heart, 
Money in the Bank has always been a big four pay-per-view. Interesting. I was a protester. I was a I was a purist. I was like, keep it at WrestleMania. And then it became a thing. So. Yeah, it's just such a fun match. Yeah. You know, when they build it right. When they build it right, it's phenomenal. But um, we'll see. Maybe it's a big swerve. Speaking of which, what is the latest on CM Punk, the story that will never die? Well, your boy CM Punk is out there being all punk-like. And people are asking him about being at Survivor Series. It's at Chicago because it's now not longer a big four. It could definitely be a special punk to really make his re-debut if that were the case. But, of course, he gave us a swerve being like, oh, man, you know, it's just, you know, tickets are sold out. It's hard to get a ticket to the show. <laughs> I get it. Dad joke punk. I'm all on board with that. But what I'm not on board with is his hoopla about CM Punk appearing at Survivor Series. Look, I actually am pro CM Punk, but also pro leaving when no one wants to see you no more. And that's what should be doing right now if he has a sense of humor i think brock lesnar guy green shirt guy invite your boy phil to, to attend survivor series with you and just sit there in the front row he bought a ticket and this is the surrounding uh <laughs> i think it'd be great i think if he's just trolling us all if he has a sense of humor that's that's the way to go isa what do you think i don't care wow <laughs> all right give Not it up for isa <laughs> You're tired of Indifferent Isa. Wow. Because, like, why are we still talking about him? He shows up, he shows up. If he doesn't, he doesn't. The speculating is just dumb. <laughs> we need someone new to speculate about constantly. Yeah, now, that hey, would be nice. Keith Slater is a free agent and done with impact. Right. When's Let's Heath speculate about how e. many people are going to watch Collision tomorrow. Kenny Omega, MJF, that's a marquee match, and they're putting it on Collision. That's more fun to talk about. Uh, okay, we can talk about that if you want to. I mean, Phil was the last champion of Collision, had a big old Exodus title and everything. He's just... still the real champ. Uh, all roads go back to CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, because you made it go that way, but... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Give him his own show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's up with Randy Orton, the Viper? Well, it's been a tragedy ever since Randy Orton was uh, off television for months now. People thought he was done. People thought he would come back because, I mean, he is one half of the greatest wrestling match ever. But according to WrestlingInc.com, it looks like Survivor Series, again, that pay-per-view we keep talking about, could be a possibility, kind of, sort of, quasi-chance for the Viper Apex player to show up. Now, I would love to see Randy Orton. I think he deserves to have anything proper, a proper run, a proper send-off, something. But I don't know. He's kind of old school there, so I don't want to hold my breath. I love that you brought up the greatest wrestling match. Like, it took me a second, but huge pop for that. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was like, oh, you're referring to the House of Horrors match? Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, House of Horrors. Stop. Listen. <laughs> Listen, I didn't mind that match, okay? On popular opinion, I actually did not mind the House of Horrors match. Wow. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I, don't I said mind. I, I said okay, I didn't okay, mind. Okay, I'm not okay. saying I loved it. I'm not saying it's on my top. I think I didn't mind it for what it was. Right. That's like my boatyard match. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, I agree with Floboto. I think that Randy has done so much for, um, like, throughout his career. He's just such a known name. And I just, mm -hmm. there's a part of me that is like, okay, follow your doctor's instructions. If you can't come back, you can't come back. But there's a huge part of me, a bigger part of me that thinks that he deserves a final run, an official retirement match. Just something. I would like to see him back the way that he went out. It's not the way that I want to think. That's just 
the loss of Randy Orton that we see. So I'm just hoping for a recovery and for us to see him again on TV. Yeah. I, mean, it's I like be to weird. call him Daddy Orton oh. personally, but oh, I'm not sure you guys are down with that nickname. <laughs> If I said yes, I mean, I would have raised questions, wouldn't it? <laughs> Blow um, I mean, it's weird that like doctors telling him never wrestle again. Right. Is it, aren't doctors telling everybody that though? At some point in that's their true. career. <laughs> and that's the crazy thing about it. You know what I mean? Like if you're a wrestler and your doctor says, oh, look, you can't wrestle again. And you look at, you look at Soraya, or Soraya, you look at uh, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, and you look at that big E possible. You're kind of like, I don't, maybe I should try some kind of alternative way. You know? But <laughs> I feel like when you look at people like Soraya, Edge, or uh, Daniel Bryan, Bryanson, Dragonson, the dragon, whatever his name is now, Dragonson. I feel like um, these people lost a lot of years of their careers and it would make sense for them to try to make this comeback where Randy went 20 plus years strong. So, you know what I mean? I feel like there might be a different way that they're looking at things where hmm. if I'm an Edge, if I'm a Soraya and I lost all of these years, yes, I would want to make a comeback. You know, th- does that make sense? Right. Right. No, I'm, I'm with you. 100%. Hmm. I mean, we'll see. I think uh, it'd be great to have him back, but at the same time, it's hard when somebody's, you know, pushing 50 to be like, to, to make Can the you case, not talk about age. <laughs> I like to think of my Randy Orton as grown and sexy, but without having to put a number to the grown part of it. You know, he's kind of always looked in his. He's always had a look like he was in his mid thirties, though, even when he was young. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's some people that just always sort of look. But his legs, though, those but it's, it's not his fault because with those legs, like it's incredible. What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Choke of okay. Choke of bear with those legs. <laughs> oh man, I, I have no comment. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Anyhow, <laughs> anyhow, happy uh, 1989 Taylor's version day to you two both as well. Well, you didn't wish me a happy. Nadia sabe lo que va a pasar mañana, Dave, when Bad Bunny releases his album. But I see how it works around here. All right, got yeah. it. Yeah, got it. I can't even say that, but she's right. I listened <laughs> to the though. track you sent me. He's in WWE Two K Twenty Three. You can get Bad Bunny now. Yeah. If you're if you're not playing the Amazing Spider Man Two on PS Five, like, like everyone I'm Mauricio. Okay, like I don't you. Wow. Kind of happy Taylor Swift me and not happy Bob Bunny me. That's that. well, we did a podcast on that day when it came out, did we? Wow, Ken got canceled a lot. I think he, I think he, I think he took the day the off. 13th. It was you didn't you take that day off? I don't remember. No, you that did was, because that was the night Flobo. Yeah, yeah, you took it off, so I couldn't. I you're right, you're right. Yeah. I was I was in Florida listening to people that appreciate Bad Bunny and wish me. As a matter of fact, they didn't even have to wish me a happy Bad Bunny day because at midnight we were all sitting there waiting for the album to load so we could listen to it like real fans, you know? So what's your report? A, B, C? Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. Oh, wow. I, wow. If you compare it to his last album, though, like this yeah. one is more like you want to like dig into the lyrics, but this is like, OG Bad Bunny rap where the last album was more lovey-dovey mm. and Caribbean we're gonna party and get drunk by the beach this right. is legit rap Puerto Rican rap Bad Bunny so no songs about his mama this time about his what? about his mama like the, the I don't last think he sang so about much. his mama he sang about his ex-mama in the past oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Smackdown tonight 
was on FS1 after drag racing regional qualifiers from Nevada. Wow. Solid lead in. Um, what did we open with tonight? We opened with a contract signing. Roman Reigns and LA Knight we signing. We with Roman Reigns. Well, yes. Out there to sign a contract, a legal document, legally binding with all of us in the TV audience as his witness. No notary needed. Roman and LA Knight signing their contract for the Universal Championship match at Crown Jewel. And guess what? It went awry. Yep. Shocking. Hate him. I hate contract signings. I know. I like this one because it was different because you had LA Knight with a disrespect of Roman is going through it and it was a back and forth and Roman looked like you got beat verbally but he beat down LA Knight. But contract signings to me make no sense because if matches can be made official over the break, what are we doing sitting down? It was all a time-wasting thing. This whole episode yeah. had a lot of filler. That was the first thing we saw. It did. Um, LA Knight went there and mentioned the suffering succotash promo to Roman Reigns to his face. It's so dumb. That promo, that promo was dumb. It was dumb, yeah. It was very dumb, but it's also dumb to bring that up when it was like seven years ago. And he has so much material right now to play with. Like, you can use the you wouldn't be here without the bloodline. You can use that you never here to defend this title. You're holding it hostage. There's so many more newer material that LA Knight could have used for this. It was it was it was just all right, but it's not nothing that we haven't heard. Everybody brings up that line. But well, for somebody that keeps stealing the gimmick, you know, it doesn't surprise me that this is where he went. Well I actually liked it. Well, of course you would. I mean I I feel like he, here is the last time when everyone was in agreement that Roman Reigns was a joke. Or that you yeah, think seven he years is ago. Or what was LA Knight seven years ago? Why doesn't he talk about his past seven years ago? You know, just throwing I'm, that out there. He was in uh What's he gonna say? Impact. It was in some yeah. no, it wasn't even yeah. called Impact. It was on some global BS wrestling federation. Like nobody was watching. Yeah, Global Force Wrestling at the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he, you can talk about his past, but let's not bring yours up. Well, if it was a suffering soccer tash, I would I'm just saying there's too. more material to work with here. What would you okay? So you see you you love I just Roman told Reigns. you I would have brought up the bloodline. I would have brought up the fact that you're never here. You're holding the title hostage, your title reign of a thousand days. You haven't wrestled nine hundred of them. There's so much that you can say to Roman. Jeez. And you go to something that he said seven years ago. It's 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 whack. It's somebody First, that it's yeah. it's it's the promo that I will cut if I'm not winning the match at Crown Jewel. So good job, Elena. I mean, Issa, first of all, how dare you think these negative thoughts even about our tribal chief? My thoughts about Roman Reigns are not negative, but they're also not safe to be mentioned in this uh, podcast. Oh, my God. What would Randy Orton think? <laughs> no how dare you just disrespect Randy Orton's thighs like that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The poor bear. That poor bear died for your <laughs> Look, I get a lot of comments here on Wrestling Inc. that I'm too biased. So I'm just telling you right now, I'm like admitting that there's a lot of things that you can pick from Roman in the way in, in the way that he's performing mm. right now, Ooh, and he he's decided, criticizing his performance, and he decided to go there, and it's it's weak. It's a it's a promo that we've heard many people bring up throughout their 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 reigns, like their what do I want to say their program with Roman. Like a mm. lot of people have brought up. I mean, fifty percent of them are in AW right now, but <laughs> it's true. Okay. I thought this was a fun segment. LA Knight is on fire. Even when he told the crowd, not yet. To saying his catchphrase, whose game is it? Pause him, not yet. Not yet, because he's not winning. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I, anytime they, soon, at least not for the next like no, two or I mean, three years. In fairness, and for me, we think they made him look so strong in this promo Absolutely. and in that main event. It's just Absolutely. like, oh yeah, he ain't winning. No, <laughs> like, I mean, look, I, I the the promo LA Knight did because like, to be honest with you, LA Knight has under the bright light to stumble a bunch of times in this promo. And as someone who stumbles a lot of my promos here in wrestling, I totally mm. get it. But it makes him look weak. Even that backstage stuff he did a little later, we'll get to you, was weak. But he beat Roman. Six ways from Sunday today on the microphone because he cut him off. He made him look like he was nobody. The suffering sucker attached is still a very soft spot for him because he was just a, a shell of who he was now. But Roman got it back by beating him down. I thought it sold the promo well. I just don't understand why we're still having contract signings. And when Nick Aldis is like, well, my job here is done. Goodbye, fellas. Like, your people are beating me to the rock. What, you got to stop this? Protect your match? Does anyone care? Why do we do this? But yeah, LA Knight all day, man. He was, he won. He won today. It's kind of like, though, it's kind of like, could you imagine at the end of 8 Mile, B-Rabbit drops those bars. He's outside talking to Future. He walks to go back his job and then Papa Doc and Free World just roll up and just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Fade credits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next time I watch 8 Mile, that's what I'm going to imagine happens right after they go to the credits. Eminem gets jumps for credits. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he won the promo but lost the fight, which it's is more important. Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch 8 Mile again. It's out on uh, 4K Blu-ray. Um, so... Hell of a promo, though, by LA Knight. Then we saw Santos Escobar and Carlito take on the Street Profits with Bobby Lashley. Street Profits getting that win. Issa, what'd you think of this match? I mean, it wasn't there for them. LWO keeps taking L's, and we were there mm. to promote Logan Paul against Rey Mysterio. I yeah. thought it was cool that they had an unannounced, you know, I don't think, I mean, I don't. I have everything muted on Twitter, so I wouldn't know. But I don't think Logan Paul was uh, advertised for tonight. So I was actually shocked to see him because in the past, we've seen the advertisers everywhere. Logan Paul's going to be here. Logan Paul's going to be here. So, yeah. but, um, <laughs> so Logan Paul's right. So they're having the match. Great match, whatever. But <laughs> Ray is watching backstage, gets attacked by Logan Paul. Carlito takes off. We never see where that ends up. And, and Santos just gets washed by the yeah. other two street profits like what is this and when did carlito officially become lwo in puerto rico didn't he didn't he wear the shirt at backlash did. we didn't see him for like three months after that no actually hey, longer than that michael comes to cook out late he's still my uncle you know what i'm saying like he shows up gets his plate leaves but he's still family um is this hogan ray thing they're they're really building this I hope Logan wins. Do you think Dominic Mysterio interferes? <laughs> that would be incredible, actually. You I sure? the, the United States champions need some the championship needs something. We need to inject some life into it. I it hasn't felt relevant in way too long. And I think I don't think I'm not hoping for a long reign, but I think that it could really be the one thing that makes people stop and look at it again and then mm -hmm. we can rebuild it from there because it really has felt irrelevant for way too long in what Gunther is doing with the IC championship. We should be able to replicate that here, but we haven't been able to do that in over a year. Right. Dominic and Logan are just like toxic twins in front of an audience. Like, yeah, that could be mega if they're together. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. But what'd you think of this? Uh, how you feeling about the street profits, Flobo? I don't, I don't, I still don't get it. I'm glad we got some progress. They have a new, more generic theme, and Bobby Lashley still being a manager, but it's not the hurt business. It's it's street profits with a new attitude. So 
let's be honest. We don't really know what a street prophet was. We never did. We understand these guys were fun. We had the, the red cups and they're like the guys that go to your college, but never went to class. All right, great. Now they're heels and they're running with Lashley, but they're not dressing like Lashley. They're kind of doing the same thing while scowling at the audience. So I go, this is weird. I don't know if I'm support these guys or hate these guys, but LWO has been such a punching bag for so long. You didn't want to see these guys win. You just want them to break up because not only do you have Santos Escobar by himself, you still had Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wild backstage what, playing Xbox. Like this whole segment to me just went off the rails. They need yeah. to separate these two sides and it gives someone, give me a reason to care or hate or like Lashley and Street Profits or else it just be a guy you trot out at 8.30 every week. I feel like when we first introduced Lashley and the Prophets, it was such a massive. I remember it was a huge pop. He pulls up in the, you know, in the black car, and he pulls in the Street Prophets, and he's talking about bringing other people. He even mentioned Melo and Trick Williams. Like that promo sat with me because I was like, oh my god, what is he building here? This could be something, but he never went anywhere. Then they went suit shopping, and now I just don't. <laughs> get it <laughs> you know what i mean like they just haven't been doing anything and, and we still not establish what they're all together they're not going after any titles they're not doing anything like i i it's, it's not clicking for me as well Flo, i'm with you on that um then we had roman and paul Heyman backstage with jimmy uso jimmy useless we call him jimmy useless now dang you're just really <laughs> turning on the bloodline isa I told you weeks ago, months ago, that the bloodline doesn't exist. It's Roman is on his own. I've been I've been saying that. It's crazy to think. Um, it's all your boy Sammy saying fault. I knew, I knew, I yeah. knew she was going to go there. <laughs> I mean, Sammy, Sammy did make it lame. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He didn't make it lame. No, he didn't make it, it lame. He broke it. As soon as they allowed an intruder in, everything fell apart. And now it's lame because you got half of the Uso crew. Like Roman comes every like every six weeks. He's off doing tribal stuff. My, my favorite thing is Jay left. <laughs> my favorite no. thing is Jay left to go to Raw and do the exact same thing he was doing, which is just getting in a tag team and taking a bunch of L's. Like I, I love the progression there, buddy. Oh, Flobo, we cracked it. Roman's got his day job working IT. <laughs> you know, and he just right. he works around vacation. That's his true passion. It's Networks and routers. Yeah. Telling everyone to update their password, you know. <laughs> Boring. So when he gets time off, then he wrestles or shows up on SmackDown. But uh that's just fine. Um man, but Paul, Paul Heyman's like Paul Heyman is the bloodline at this point. You know, I mean, we see him more, we see Paul Heyman more than anyone. Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Wise man. Yes. Uh, backstage, we had Kevin Owens. Uh, we had Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. Owen clocked them. That was nice. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it was good. I wish I would have gotten to see Kevin Owens punch them both at the same time, like he promised. Yeah. He did. Yeah, just. <laughs> uh, Shotzi versus Chelsea Green with Piper Niven. This was a Chelsea fun Green. I'm looking yes. forward to that tag match on NXT on Tuesday. I think Thea and JC are going to win those women's tag team titles. Interesting. That's a that's a spirit of choice. Pretty I good. Don't, I, I I don't hate the idea, but I I thoroughly disagree. Only because every going to NXT content, right? Like we don't really know why JC Jane is like deciding to hang out with Chase U. So I feel like there's something really up with that part. And then be like, hey, we're friends now. Uh, so I think it might explode, but. 
Um, no, I think Chelsea Green, which is someone I, I was worried about being lost in the shuffle, has found a way in a lane to really stick out. And you got to love Samantha Urban's uh, call about her, which goes down to the ring, you know, and that Chelsea Green is perfect. Yeah. So more of her, please. I think Thea Hale, with her energy level, if if she goes back to like, like uh, study aid Thea Hale energy, and you bring that in the main roster with like bad girl JC Jane, like that 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 is arena sized energy. Thea Hale Thea's a star. That that's bar none. One thousand percent. I think I would have like probably called Glenn Clancy, but when I saw them put the tag titles on the other half of Chase U, uh, Duke Hudson and Andre Chase, and then they made this this match, I I also speculated for a second: Are they going to do this? And put all of this belt on Chase U, even if it's for a short period of time, you know, just to get that. I think that JC, like I, I, I shared this with Glenn. I think her story is gonna be like she was trying to influence Tia, and somehow this is my imaginary booking. Somehow she's gonna see how Chase U still accepts Tia, even through the changes yeah. that she's going through, and finds the family, the people that are gonna accept you no matter what, and ends up turning face, you know, with Tia. That's what I think they're going with JC Jane because she's gonna see like, wow, these people really accept her for who she is, no matter what, right? So I can I I actually I don't know which way I'm leaning towards as far as how it goes on NXT, but I think it could go either way. But it doesn't take away from how much I'm enjoying uh what Chelsea Green is doing. Yeah, and but I love seeing Piper Niven on my love TV every Piper. week. But Chelsea's gimmick doesn't need a title. You know, I don't know. I think it could be good. I'm looking forward to Tuesday Halloween Havoc Park 2 on NXT. But uh, this match night, it's good to see Shotzi getting a win. I felt like uh, she's got momentum. And she was amazing as a host on Halloween Havoc with Scarlett. I think they're going to be phenomenal when we see them again next week. Um, This was a fun match. Shotzi got a win. And then we heard from John Cena. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Solo is, for him from way too long. Solo is going to beat him. Solo is going to basically write him off TV with how bad Solo Sokoa beats up John Cena. John Cena, I, this is how he leaves. I, this was the moment I realized, oh, this must be a double tape SmackDown. Because Cena came out <laughs> and had a Sunday school sermon that went on for, what, 11 minutes? I'm looking, Rolling Brutes, oh. Asuka, didn't have matches. I mean, Cruz Del Torre, Pretty Deadly, Charlotte Flair, the OC, they're all on the bench. So it's going to be like, I'm going to try really hard. Half to of the roster now. is on the overseas tour. I just, yeah, <laughs> I didn't like it. Such filler. But you're right. But yeah, Cena uh, was out there, crowd saying, you still got it. You know, I mean, we've heard a lot of this before. This, this was an AI Cena promo tonight. That we got, but he's putting Solo over. I mean, this match at Crown Jewel, so I mean, this is Cena's gonna leave, although the SAG strike might not resolve as soon as maybe we thought two weeks ago. But I think this is gonna be like uh, when uh, Kevin Owens beat up Jericho so bad we never saw him again on WWE television, you know, and that's good for Solo. Solo needs that, so I mean, Solo needs that dominant of a beatdown on somebody you know and with john that's a hell of a trophy yeah uh, uh speaking with soul came out hit the simone spike on him today um but yeah i think uh this this was a very very long promo too long dragon lee versus cedric alexander i forgot cedric was still signed to wwe oh Damn. wow you don't watch me an event i do Flobo, let me let me 
break something down for you. <laughs> no. Seven years now. <laughs> Seven years now. Okay. I've been doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. When I started, oh, I'm going to watch everything. Oh, my God, I love wrestling. Maybe I'll even watch Impact. Maybe I'll watch NWA. It's going to be great. Now, I, I commit like five hours a week. Okay. Here's a question. Do you, do, you, do you read the main event spoilers? Because, I mean, he's there all the time. It's a Kim Ricochet show. I see show. it mentioned sometimes. <laughs> okay. But it's good. that, he, And I like that he got a little video package before this. I knew he wasn't winning, but I like that they didn't just completely job him out on this. Really? I thought he had a chance. I, I know, I know, okay, I know Dragon Lee is the hottest right now. I don't get Dragon Lee, but the fact he came out of nowhere, gave him the, the good handshake challenge, yeah. and got a video package, I was like, Crucifix pin? Maybe? That would have been an amazing swerve. That would have been up there with, like, Abaddon's debut in AEW, where it's like, oh, you really thought you knew how the match was going? And it was just like, oh, shit. Like, that, that would have been incredible, but no, with Dragon Lee coming up from NXT and being a Triple H call and yada yada, like, I mean, Dragon Lee was winning this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get Dragon Lee. Don't get it? Mm-mm. I guess I like his music, but I don't get him. Nisa, what'd you think of this match? I thought it was a fun match. Kind of brought me back to 205 days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I still don't understand. I don't know. I guess I don't understand how Dragon League is quietly brought up when there's just a lot of people in NXT that feels like they'd be ready to be brought up and they might Axiom. make a bigger no please don't <laughs> what and they might even... make a bigger impact you know so i'm not sure but it was it was a fun match and I, like i said it made me miss 205 live for a second yeah this was good this was fun it was kind of had that 205 live cruiserweight takeover match feel um but that being said like cedric got this was this was by no means a squash cedric i think can't this elevated cedric in this match even in losing yeah, I'm not sure if it's a, a reheat of Cedric or like we were saying before, the, the woes of the roster not being in the building. But uh, Cedric, and you have people like that, like the, the Dolph Zigglers, right? The ones that can be reheated, the AJ Styles, the ones that can be reheated all the time. Those are totally invaluable for your roster. And I know mm-hmm. Cedric will never win a world championship in WWE as it is right now. But it was cool that they were able to say, hey, Cedric, you got two hours. We'll make you as hot as you can for this. Go out and do it. Yeah, we were going to give John Cena an extra 10 minutes. <laughs> But Cedric, it's your time to shine. Yeah. Um, but this was good. Uh, Bianca Belair cut a promo tonight and uh, announced she's going to face Eosky for a rematch at Crown Jewel for the SmackDown Women's Championship. How do you think? How do you guys think that's going to go? Uh, if you had to guess right now, who do you think is going to win that match? If I was booking, it's Bianca. And I'm not saying that because I'm a Bianca fan. I think the setup with damage control because EO can't cut promos on her own uh, is, mm. is really cutting off her reign. And Dakota Kai can't wrestle. So Bailey's been her mouthpiece and her like jobbing yeah. meat shield. You get Bianca the title, you got Charlotte in the wings, you have Asuka wants something, you have Jade Cargill possibly. Just storyline wise, there's more for her to win. What'd you think yeah, of uh, Jade? I'm sorry. You said what you're gonna say? No, no, no. I was just you didn't tell me who you think will win this match. Glenn. Oh, me? Um, I think it's gonna be Bianca. It's a shame. Wow, don't be so Eo. thrilled about it. <laughs> no, because I like EO and I think that it's a weird position when you're a champ, but you've got somebody else so heavily invested in your role. Like I think EO versus <laughs> Bailey is what I want to see happen before EO drops that title. 
But uh, uh, but to to football, what we were just talking about though, what did you think of Jade showing up at the end of NXT on Tuesday? I think it was awesome because it wasn't like she showed up and was backstage or, or bought the ticket. They gave her the elevated metaphor platform. Is that can we call that that now? And then hmm. she was on the throne. I think it really says, look, she hasn't decided what her brand is, but whatever it's going to be, she's going to be a big deal. As it is right now, I much had to have her in NXT because mm-hmm. there's a, a, a more formidable division, like a, a structured one. But like, it's cool the fact that you can roll the dice and be like, I don't know where she's going to show up. <laughs> Issa, who do you have winning this in Crown Jewel? I don't know. There's a there's a part of me, fifty percent of me, would love to see Io retain. I'm a huge Bianca fan. 1000% bias. Like, I just love Bianca. She looks so badass. She can cut a promo. She can do media. Like, there's nothing Bianca Belair can't do. So, if I have her back and she's ready to go, yeah, I will put a title on her immediately. So, you know, <laughs> um, I, I'm going to say Bianca as well. I just, is it just me or do I miss Crazy EO? Like, to me, that was hilarious. Like, I don't need friends. I hate everyone like that. I want that. <laughs> I, I There's just always something being. Uh, and maybe it's just like the injuries or whatever, but there's always something that hasn't fully clicked with damage control for a while. The excitement when they showed up at SummerSlam was just on a different level. And then it just didn't, it never really took off the way that I thought that damage control would take off. I'm not sure if it's yeah. creative, the booking, I don't know where it's going. I think ba- I still really enjoy Bailey's role um, because it's a good way to keep Bailey on our TVs busy without having her in a title match that she's going to lose because for a period of time Bailey was on a title picture and losing every single time but they just never fully clicked for me something Hmm. has always been missing there with damage control you know what would be amazing though and I didn't think of this till just now when Bailey is on her heel run I want Bailey to go back and be NXT women's champion oh a million percent I thought that when they they gave it to Becky I was like why not Bailey because she should just be like the worst and they should basically have it be where all of the other women are getting together and be like, how are we going to get her out of here? <laughs> like that should be the, that should, that's what should bring the NXT women's locker room to it. Could, but it'd be an amazing flip based on what we had the first time. I'm the biggest Bailey Mark. Like when she won PWI number one, I bought like 10 copies, but yeah. oh, to go from God. ding dong. Hello so to the riot squad 2.0 has hurt oh, my heart damn, man damn. that's what it is you, oh you, Flobos went damn. there but he's not wrong oh. the problem is that he's not wrong that's why he yeah. stings <laughs> yeah you're rebelling it's nothing in particular like, what are we doing man I go back I mean, to that yeah. i i love that you brought that up because maybe that is what's not clicking is that you always want to see bailey be elevated but they weren't ready to like I don't know, right? I'm just speaking out of what I assume watching as a fan. They weren't ready to put a title on her again, so you put her on all these crazy matches that she lost. That feud with Bianca was never-ending. Now, they put on bangers. I, I, I go back and watch some other matches, mm-hmm. but Bailey just kept losing title shots. So what are you yeah. going to do with her after that? And and this is maybe not what I expected, but, man, the return at SummerSlam was just so hype seeing the yeah, come yeah. back, seeing Io show up, and it just, I feel like he still hasn't lived up to the expectation, even with Io winning the title. We'll see. Um, I like that Io's getting this opportunity, but yeah, I think Io versus Bailey has to happen, Damage Girls to break up, send Bailey love that too. back to NXT. I don't know. I think uh, there's, there's a possibility. There's also, and maybe I'm just being, I'm, I, I, maybe I'm just being a wrestling hopeless romantic. 
But when I see them, right, I'm only only a hopeless romantic for wrestling. That's about it. But when I see them together and like their celebration with EO One or where they do the press conference and the way these three like look at each other, you can really also tell that they're enjoying and having the time oh, yeah. of their life like in this run with each other. So maybe we can creatively do something to where it clicks, you know, but it's just not clicking. But there is a part of me that knows that you can tell that they're really just enjoying that they're getting to work together. And I do love and appreciate that because there's that legitimate, these three girls love each other factor to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Chad W with a $5 super chat. Isa, oh, hell yeah. Love you guys. And thanks for the great show as always. Thank you, Chad W. Thank you, Chad. Oh, hell yeah. Very kind of you. Um, I like that. I feel like things are so uncertain in WWE now in this era. Agreed. It's, it's this, exciting. The the Crown Jewel card looks really good. I know Flobo made the comment earlier about Crown Jewel maybe being the new fall like WrestleMania like, but this card is crazy. If you go back and look at Payback or Fastlane, they they were good and they delivered, but they didn't have this kind of card. There's so sure. many matches in this Crown Jewel card that I'm excited about, and I feel like a lot of them feel unpredictable, except for LA Knight and Roman. We know Roman's winning, but everything else <laughs> feels so unpredictable. Just drop an elbow. <laughs> oh, you thought I wasn't gonna say something, Flobo? Come on. They Wait a minute. <laughs> could not have given. So the main event was next: Jimmy Uso versus LA Knight. Useless, Jimmy. Useless, Glenn. <laughs> And this was such a showcase for LA Knight's wrestling ability. Um, when he jumped on that top rope in the corner, holy shit. He laughed at his ability. What? He's just laughing at LA Knight's wrestling ability. He looked great no, in this. He looked great in this this, was, the, this was He jumped up, box jump onto the top turnbuckle. Wow. Onto the top rope. That was impressive. I've, I haven't seen it. I'm oh, trying to think right. of the last person I saw do that. I can't even remember that spot, honestly. Your indifference is making me, like, melt. It's <laughs> like, not indifference. Uh, Jeff Lobo, tell me a five-star you-must-watch match that uh, LA Knight has had on the main roster since joining WWE on the main roster. That's a lot of questions because I no, hate no, star no, matches. No, 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 no. I, 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 I answer the question. I don't have a star match for anyone, though. I don't have one for Edge. No, I don't have one for Cena. I don't have a star match. I think stars are dumb. <laughs> okay, so tell me I must watch LA Night Match. That, that Mountain Dew pitch black match was great. That's I tell not, you, it, it was, was not. Everybody was shitting all over it. And because of the way that things turned out, we look at it a lot differently now. So let me let me say, though, do you have to have a quote-unquote five-star match? He hasn't done team? anything but win a battle royal for beef jerky. But 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 Glenn said he showed himself today. And you're like, it doesn't count because he didn't have a five-star match before. That's I didn't, I'm not talking about five-star. I'm talking about things that are must-watch television that he's done. He had a vertical jump tonight of four feet, eight inches. I looked it up. That's the distance from the top rope to the mat. That's impressive. I'm not saying he's not impressive. I'm saying that's cute that you can hit that spot on your match. I mean, in the middle of a match, it's one thing to do a box jump like that, just as like in the gym, like, hey, check out what I can do. He ran and hit. I mean, that was impressive. At his maybe mask. he's training with CrossFit Jesus. Oh, maybe. I can explain it. I was saying, at, at his mass, that's almost improbable. At his age and how big he is, that shouldn't, that shouldn't that defies all the physics. It's just on the athletic side. He looked great in this match, though. And uh, even with him winning and the Roman attacking and him not getting the best caught of him, um, I think he looked impressive. He's losing a crown jewel. We've established that. 
But LA, I mean, if I'm Seth Rollins, I'm thinking, yeah, maybe I need to go spend some time with my child a little bit. What? LA Knight should take this title. And Seth should, uh, you know, maybe take a little time. How do we get there? What? And this makes no sense. It's got to have, I mean, you can't have LA Knight be this big of a star. He's got to go to Raw after this. He's got to no, move. Which, he, he needs the title. He needs the title. No, he doesn't. We're going to put the United States Championship on Logan Paul. And this is where we can go. And this is how you elevate the United States Championship mm. to Gunther status. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not. I, when I tell you I want Logan Paul to win, I'm not saying I want a long-term reign. Mm. But if if LA Knight, and I'm not trying to be biased here. Like, this is real talk. If LA Knight doesn't win, which he's not going to, I think that putting no him in a field, like they already have a little bit of a built-in story That's with true. the money in the bank uh, ladder match that they were doing. Why not do it and then pull the plug with LA Knight? I think LA Knight is the person that could elevate that title to the point of like things that like Gunther is doing with the Intercontinental Championship, especially if he gets it off of Logan Paul with the history that they have already built. So I'm I'm with that, and that's the perfect example. Uh, I'm not really sure what they're doing, but it looks like for me from the outside with Logan Paul, I do think he's winning at Crown Jewel because we like Rey Mysterio, but it was like a super long transitional. We, okay, I mean, okay, I'm, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I hate Mysterio. He's a deadbeat dad. No, correct. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but but it does seem that they're gonna do what Bad Bunny did when he was 24/7 champion, like put Logan Paul on this tour to make it different than Goop. They're elevated that way. So I see him having a long reign, even though he didn't at wrestle often, which I think that idea kind of falls apart. But LA Knight's kind of hot. If you don't do anything with him and you kind of like wait too long, it's going to be like that movie Stakes on a Plane. We're like, oh, he's great. You got a championship. I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? So you, you have to give him something. Stakes on a Plane. Yeah. That's, that's a comparison. That's a comparison. Because for years, we're saying come out. No, but LA Knight's hot right now. I would say give him the title now, even if it is transitional. Now, if you say, no, we have a plan for Roman Reigns and LA Knight's that guy, you have to trade him to Raw. You just have to. Because a US title, an IC title run will be totally a failure for his meteoric rise right now. Consolation prize. Yeah, that's the word. Cody couldn't even get that with the World Heavyweight Championship. It's a story. He got the tag titles for a whole week. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Anyhow, uh, they're taping next week's SmackDown right now. Look for spoilers online. Next week, it'll be Flobo and a co-host to be announced. Deesa's off and I'm off. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Flobo. It's going to be a surprise. You're just going to pull over. You're not going to know who's pulling up with you. Maybe people in the chat can be my co-host. Dylan, Mark, Mike. uh, What's up? Stanley, you around? Ricky, let's do it. Clear that with the boss. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, but I like your moxie, kid. You got you got spirit. Um, so that was SmackDown tonight, Tuesday, Halloween Havoc Part Two on Halloween night. Issa, we got to dress up. We got to wear, and we're yeah. not going to have like a, a tandem costume, like the same thing. You're going to wear something. I'm going to wear something. It'll be a surprise. Which means that I'm going to forget about this completely. And a half an hour before the show, I'm going to look around my studio. Yeah, and try to put a half ass costume together because ain't nobody going into a store to buy a costume on Tuesday. There's going to be nothing left, first of all, and it's going to be super packed. (laughs) Two years ago, when we dressed as our favorite NXT superstars and I dressed as Tony D'Angelo, I ordered things. And I ordered like five different hats and none of them fit correctly. Is he still your favorite? I love Tony D'Angelo. 
No, he's not his favorite. Chase he was happy for Chase Hill. He was rooting for Chase Hill on Tuesday. He sold out. I didn't root for them. I said that was such an amazing he match so, that I was not. Out. I was happy. You sold out. Tony's you going sold to the main out. roster. Tony is going to the main roster. I don't know what happened. You I'll do check not too. get any garlic bread. <laughs> I'm Love still thinking bread. about the pasta that we're eating like three NXT ago. Oh man, pasta sounds so good right now. Don't be on a diet, doesn't it? Don't be on a diet. I've been on a diet for way too long, and that pasta is been running through my head rent free for the last three weeks. I feel you. Um, so Flobo, what do you got going on? Where can people check you out online? Uh, you can follow me at Flobo Boys on that X and at Blue Sky. I don't really have a costume for Halloween this year. What should I be? Let me know. Hit me up. Say what's up. Isa, what's going on in your life? I'm going to be, if you guys are in Puerto Rico, WWC Halloween's Extravaganza, I'll be there tomorrow. Otherwise, you guys can find me on YouTube. I do watch along for uh, most of the shows. And you guys can find me here on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Friday. Also, Lucha Libre Online, you know, taking over the world slowly. NYC Demon Diva across all socials. Nice. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Uh, Sunday, Gigantic Pop. Me, Raj Giri, Matt Morgan. The reunion continues for episode nine. I don't know what we're talking about this week. Last week, we talked about Back to the Future. Great episode. Is it, is it movies all the time? Or? It's gigantic moments in pop culture. And then, like, you know, there's a little bit of segues to other topics. A little, uh-huh. little bit of other stuff. You know, we mix it up. It's good. Did you guys talk about Matt Morgan getting shot yet? We have not <laughs> talked about that in Gigantic Pop yet. That's still one of my favorite Matt Morgan <laughs> revel. Like, I, like, I would have opened. Like, that would have been my first episode. Oh, yeah. You'd be a fool not to. <laughs> <laughs> my co yeah, was I- shot. Can I talk about it? <laughs> i mean i for five i think it was like five years into podcasting with uh matt morgan and then he was like oh yeah that time i got shot on a basketball court. yeah and you guys what? did that on like stereo randomly on like midnight one night <laughs> yeah he still surprises me uh but yeah and i don't know i got stuff going on but tuesday halloween havoc part two it's gonna be good it's gonna be epic I'm gonna I'm gonna think about a costume tonight. I'm gonna think about what I'm gonna do. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. Uh, okay, everybody, have a great weekend. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Choke a bear. Choke a bear with your legs. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get twenty percent off your first order at American-Giant.com with code Staple twenty. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.